Yes, yes, yes. We're back at it for another one. It's the First Fridays podcast. I'm your host, your girl, Allie Don. And today we have extraordinary singer, songwriter, all the way from Norway is Tamin Mariam. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Thank you so much for inviting me, Allie. Well, I really appreciate your time today, and I just want to give it up to the power of networking. It's so important. I mean, this is something that I've been hearing for the past several months a lot about how important it is to network and just to connect with our peers in the music industry. And you and I actually met on Clubhouse. Yeah. And it's a great way it's to connect with people from app. yeah from all over the world. You can connect with other tastemakers, industry executives, artists mm. such as yourself. So it was great to be able to connect with you on there and on Instagram too. Yeah. So the power of networking and social media. Okay, so I've got some questions for you because you've got a great song. And we're going to play it a little bit later called Your Loss. It's on all platforms. And you're so talented. You've got such a great voice, a great presence. When you perform, Thank you so much. you're welcome. And I know that you're going to have a lot to offer to any aspiring artist who desires to just live their dream and perform. Yeah. And so mm. I've got some questions for you that's really going to help an aspiring yeah. artist. So let's get into it. So the first question I have for you is, what inspires you to write your songs? So, the things that inspire me, I can pretty much say that it's everything. Like, just normal day-to-day things. If I, for example, sit on the bus and I see something and I think about it and then the thought like kind of just develops and I get into my own head and I think a lot. I'm a lot in my own head. So... Mm-hmm suddenly I can just come up with an idea and then we have like our phones and then I can just know whatever I thought of. So it's like just normal day-to-day things and people. And you just get out your phone and start typing out your notes yeah. to your songs? That's cool. Yeah. There's there's some that they use that traditional pad and a pen. Like I still might get out my pad and a pen every now and then. And a lot of yeah. the times I'll just start recording a voice memo on my phone. Yeah, yeah, same. That way I don't forget, like, the cadence, you know, or how I'm saying something. I'll do a voice memo. Yeah. And, like, sometimes when when it's, like, late at night, I'll, like, try to, if it's something specific or, like, a specific song that I'm writing and not, like, done with, I'll make sure to, like, maybe have some pictures of the, like, theme I want to write about or something. I don't know. Just Mm. get, like, just be able to think about it properly and then get a book and a pen and just write out everything that comes to mind or draw something and like be creative with it and think a lot about it because then ideas will pop up <laughs> out of nowhere. And I think that's a good idea too to write things that are surrounding you because that's a great way to find inspiration from a true place as opposed to making up something that is unauthentic. It's been said for a long time, like, life imitates art, or art imitates life. You know, so it it only makes sense that we would get inspired to write really great songs just based on the things that we're seeing around us. And don't be afraid to go ahead and start texting out the lyrics or even start recording a voice memo about what you're seeing just to get some ideas going. 
yeah and i think like for example when you're sad sometimes you just want to like lay in bed and just feel the sadness if you know what i'm yeah. saying mm-hmm. but sometimes i feel like it can be really smart just writing down your emotions it doesn't like have to rhyme but if you can make something out of your emotions not only do i feel like it work as kind of therapy therapeutic but it also makes the greatest lyrics or if you're really happy and about something about some good news or something just get a pen and a paper and just write something because when you're feeling an emotion like so strongly i feel like you're more capable of writing something good i agree with you and so that means you you do have to be open and vulnerable when mm. when you want to make a a hit song or a good song that really connects with people because writing down your emotions that's a really good tip because i agree with you it is like therapy to be able to get it off and not keep it bottled up on the inside. And I mean, even like you said, even if it doesn't rhyme, just get it out on paper and Mm. just flush out whatever it is that you're feeling. And it can end up developing into a song that connects with others in a very powerful way. And others can identify with it because it's really, it's it's very real. And it's just interesting too, that a lot of the experiences that we have, we're not, we're not in it alone. You know, it'll be interesting no. just to just to know how many other people can understand what we're going through or what we've been through and can identify with yeah. what we're writing about. And like I think that for some people it can be kind of scary like writing about your inner feelings yes. and stuff but like for example like Billie Eilish, she wrote some deep dark songs but everyone like related to her and started to feel this kind of love for her because even though how dark you feel it is, like it is and that everybody will think oh damn that's that's a lot there that's actually what most people feel and i think that it's so important to remember that that everybody has strong emotions no matter who it is and it's great like writing about your darkest or your best moments because no matter who it is someone will be able to relate to it you're right and and i think that's why a lot of a lot of people connected really well with demi lovato early Mm. on who's a great singer and same thing i mean so transparent in her music as well as drake you know i really appreciate like his thoughtfulness in his songs, because he's telling you stories, you know, capturing like that old school essence of hip hop, of storytelling. But sometimes he can get a little bit sensitive with those emotions and letting it out there. So when it comes to being vulnerable and open in your music, what are your limits? Like, what are the things that you are comfortable enough to talk about? And what are some of the things that might be off limits you know like relationships and you know getting personal in the music how do you feel about that well I think that when it comes to like writing music that there shouldn't really be a limit because like that kind of takes away the whole authentic side but of course I feel like it's not okay to like for example share others secrets and stuff but when it comes to you, I feel like you should not set any limit to yourself. Just 
right whatever it is and of course if you feel like that would be really bad to share or that you wouldn't like that I like at all then don't do but I feel like you shouldn't put any limits especially when you're writing something don't set it any limit just write it and if you're not comfortable with it then change it but don't set any limits that's what I'm thinking Mm, I like that and you know it could stir up you know, a little bit of controversy sometimes, I think, in relationships, too. So in in the case where you're feeling something, you put it in a song, what's better to ask for forgiveness after you've already recorded the song and it's out there? Or is it better to ask for permission? Like if you're going to be sharing some intimate details, whoever might be involved, should you ask about it first? Well, that is a hard question, of course, uh, to answer. But I think that when you're aspiring to be an artist or is or just like is an artist, I think it's so important that the person you're with are is aware that you do write about day to day things and like everything in life and even them can be like an inspiration for a new song and I think that it's important that they kind of know that so that they don't get super surprised but I think that you should be able to write about what's hard in like relationships and with people because nobody really knows who is who it's about anyways like unless you write their names right (laughs) but you should be able to talk about those difficult feelings and I think you definitely should uh, write a song about that but it's it's still a hard question to answer yeah I mean it's tough I mean being able to express ourselves in that kind of way and I mean just dealing with everyday life I mean not keeping things bottled up inside you want to get it out there and as an artist it, it might be one of the easiest things to do is just to put it in a song to get it out there Mm. and start writing about it. And it's just something that kind of comes along with the territory, basically what you're saying. Like if someone is dating an artist, you know, some of the content of the music may reflect something about what's going on in the relationship. And they basically just have to deal with it. Yeah. 100%. I really (laughs) think so. And that's just so important that they know what they're going in for. It should not come as a surprise. Or it, it can, of course, you don't have to say, I write songs, and it can't be about you. But like, but, like, you don't have to tell them. But if they know that you write songs, like, that's enough. They should, like, be able to figure that kind of out by themselves. Okay, okay. You know, I like that. I mean, because we don't want to stifle our creativity, We want to be able to have no limits and to be able to write what we feel. And and I think part of that is like self-love and self-care, you know, catering to our needs first, what's important to us first, our business, our creativity. I mean, this is what we do for a living. We definitely don't want someone to come in there and step on our toes and try to silence us. You know, it's so important to be able to, to speak out. And mm, to be definitely. real, mm. you know, and, and produce great music. That's something that's so fulfilling and satisfying to us. 
you know, because relationships can come and go, you know, but we'll still have yeah. that creativity. We still have that talent and we still have that desire to, to make music. So that's something that's always going to be with us no matter yeah, what. Definitely. So it's almost like loving yeah. the music first. And then we'll just let the yeah. chips fall where they may. And then hopefully, <laughs> yeah. hopefully we can smooth things over <laughs> if there's ever any issues. <laughs> so I want to talk about your song, Your Loss, because in that song, you did get pretty, pretty emotional. And, mm. and I want to do a lyrical breakdown. Yeah. Because in that song, I just remember just hearing how powerful when you were saying, never turn your back on me. You know, it just reminds me of someone who's strong, someone who's confident, someone who's powerful. But at the same time, there there's heartbreak going on. Definitely. Just do a breakdown of that story and the inspiration behind that song. Well, so it was about this guy I was talking with. And basically it ended with him like telling me that oh I'm not good for you so I think that this should end and he broke things off and I just sat there with this feeling of like great sadness and it was like very intense and then I just I just took my computer and I wrote a whole song and I came to this producer which I work with and he, I remember he read it and he was like, but what are you so sad about? You should be, it is his loss. He, he missed something great. And he kind of made me realize that I'm worth so much more. And that kind of got me like thinking and the lyrics got a little changed up and we kind of made the song more like it is your loss and don't turn your back on me. As you say, it's powerful. It's confident, angry, a little bit sad and unbothered at the same time. If you know what I'm saying, just like giving out this message that I gave and I will give myself to you when we're in this relationship. So don't just throw that away. Don't turn your back on me. I really like how the song, like the intention almost changed a little bit just mm-hmm. by you talking about the song with your producer because it was coming from a very sad place at first, but just having that conversation with your producer kind of helped to turn it around so that you were able to see yourself as the prize. And Definitely. Yeah, and, and that kind of helped set the intention. And that's so good. I want to talk to you a little bit later about connections and collaborations because I think that's so important that you have somebody that you can just talk to about your song ideas mm. and they can help you kind of flush out the idea and make a more powerful song. I'm so happy that it turned out the way it did because if I say I wrote a sad song about what happened, I feel like that I wouldn't want to give out that kind of message. I'm very happy with like the message I gave. Like I'm confident, I know I deserve better and don't turn your back on me. And I feel like more girls should feel like that and realize that. So I hope that that song makes them 
kind of think about it and realize it. Absolutely. And I think that's the best message to get across because mm. at some point we all deal with some kind of heartache, heartbreak, uh, some letdowns, especially with dating in this day and age. It can be kind of tough. So it's so good to just not only be authentic and real with the, the emotions and the sadness or the disappointment that we might be feeling, but to know that we are the prize. And to know mm. that it is their loss if they walk away from us, especially if we know that we're good people, you know. That's not true. And as women, I mean, we give so much, we do so much, you know. Yeah. And it's like yeah. we already know that this person is definitely losing out. I think that's why scripture will tell us, like, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Like, of course. I mean, look at mm. all that we can bring to the table. Look at all that we are willing to offer a good woman. You know, and for definitely. some for someone to walk away, that it definitely is their last. One hundred percent. And like as I say in the song, you can't decide what's good for me. It should be my choice because I felt like that person kind of. And I feel like many people can relate to this that the person decides that he or she is bad for you, so he or she will like break up with you and think that they do that for your your best. And I think that that should be up to the person who is affected to choose. I want to talk about recording that song. That song has such a Mm -hmm. dynamic sound. I mean, not only are you singing like so great on that song, (laughs) but also the production is really great. The way the song progresses throughout. I mean, it sounds so good. So talk about what it was like in the studio. Who worked with you on the song? Well, I worked with this great producer and he was so he's so good and he just knows how to put things where they belong like the beat and he he actually gave me the beat he he had it like stored up for I think there it was something else but and I came to the studio and he just showed me it and I I I fell in love with the beat and I was like oh I want to make something out of this he was like okay let's let's make something and like the whole production, it, it, it went so smoothly, I feel like, because of him and he's so experienced. And he made sure that I got what I wanted when it came to how it should have sounded. And that's so important because if I was like uncertain about something, of course he would give me tips, but he would never decide for me. He would just give me my time and make me listen over and over Mm -hmm. again until I chose what sounded best for me because he was like, no matter how this turned out, it should be you who is proud of this and it should be you who really feel like this is your song and it's so personal to you and it should just be you. (laughs) So it was really great working with him. He's Norwegian. His name is Johnny Johansson. And he's a really great man great to make songs with and I'm really happy that he would give me this opportunity because he's really just helped me so much yeah shout out to Ronnie Johnson I mean he sounds like a really great collaborator (laughs) a really great producer I mean and, and somebody who can who can be bold with you and give you that honest feedback yeah and he he definitely did that because there was some times where like I sang the the line I was supposed to sing and then he would like stop me and he was like well this sounds great 
but I I can't feel it. Wow. I really can't feel it. You need to you need to feel it when you sing it. And then I sang the exact same line, but I just thought about what I was going through, and he was like, "That sounds amazing," and he would just be so honest with me, like. I think this sounds this sounds good, but this sounds kind of better. What, what do you think? And it was just really great working with him. And it's so important to just be around people who can pull more out of you and challenge you even more to give a little mm. bit more in your music. I mean, I, I've got co-writers that I work with that are like that, like, okay, now, nah, no, you need to say that a little bit differently, or, you know, maybe you should work with your cadence a little bit, or, you know, just work on your mic skills a little bit, or, you know, are you sure you want to say that? You know, how about, how about you say something like this, you know, it's, it's so great to just have people like that who are supportive and encouraging and, yeah. and they help basically make a song even better. Definitely, 100%. Okay, so I think this is a great song to let the audience hear what we're talking about. So here it is. It's Your Loss by Tumi Mary. We were good, but then the story starts to change. And I didn't know if you had the same feelings anymore. Shorter conversations, losing touch, getting what the hell did you do that for? Oh, what did you say? We are better off without each other. Don't even try to put the blame on me. When you say I would be happier without you. It's not on me, it's on you. Well, that's a shame. It's your loss Never turn your back on me confusion wondering where we lost or was there some kind of hope for us looking back on it i realized how i was wasting time by thinking too much about what would be best for us Put the blame on me When you say I would be happier without you It's not on me, it's on you Well, that's a shame It's your loss Never turn your back on me
We're back with Tommy and Miriam. You just heard the song, Your Loss, and it's available right now on all streaming platforms. Now, I'm going to ask you some hard-hitting questions. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're ready. (laughs) Okay, the question is, really, how hard is it to be an artist? You know, in this day and age, we can easily record a song in our own home studio. We can put it out on the streaming services on our own. You know, and this is something that a, a lot of people, they get the interest in becoming an artist and then boom. They think they can do it like mm. it's nothing. So so let me ask you about the, the tough part of being an artist. How hard is it? Well, so I'm kind of in that phase now where I'm trying to become an artist. And it is, it is tough. It is hard. Because one of the things that I think are like really tough to go through is feeling that people judge you and that you shouldn't post this or you shouldn't post this because then people will think this about you and think that about you. And that is kind of tough because people really are not afraid to show that either, that they find you weird because you try to like succeed in something like music, for example, because that is like a big thing to want to do. I feel like people have a tendency of judging and that makes you that can make you really insecure so it's really important that you stay strong i mean that's important i mean because there there's going to be a lot of a lot of haters mm. around that just don't want to see you win and that just want you to stop and yeah. don't want you to live out your dream but then there's some who are shy i remember we were talking before and you were saying that you were actually pretty shy as a kid yeah and you were kind of like pushed into performing in front of other people what was that like well as you said as a child I was I was really shy actually I had this best friend and we used to like sing together and she would like sing so loud (laughs) and take the take everyone's attention and she would be like mom can we sing and like I would just stand there in the background and just like basically do nothing, and just with people too. I was really shy as a as a kid, but then I got to middle school, and my surroundings changed, and that kind of also made me be less shy. But I had this, we had music classes, right? And I had this music teacher who would just he heard me sing one time, and he was just like oh, you need to sing more. So in every class, he would just basically drag me up on the stage (laughs) and be like, sing. And I would be like, no, please, no. (laughs) And he would be like, no, just do it. And he just started the song and and the whole class just sat there. And I would be like, ah. And he basically like forced me to do it, but... I'm so happy that he did because after a couple of times, he, it would actually become like not so bad. And as well as the people around me helped change that as well with those classes, I became like less shy. And also I became more comfortable like singing in front of people. And I think that that is so important. And like you don't have to perform in front of your class. I get that not everyone maybe has the opportunity or doesn't want to but like sing in front of your family maybe 
or your friends and like just just do it because that helps so much i can tell you i'm living proof because now i can sing on like stage in front of thousands of people or thousands that sounds like very much but like <laughs> i've sang on stage in front of what was it three thousand people well yeah and that as a child if if i heard myself telling you that i would have been like no never no never never uh, but but i think that those classes really helped on improving that and improving my singing and ability to sing in front of others those are really great tips that for one to just take music classes be mm -hmm. around others who are performers aspiring mm -hmm. artists those who have that creativity because they can push you to perform you can just Definitely. take a little bit of what what they have going on whether it's their confidence or just their stage presence or how much they can project in front of the crowd I mean those are things like you know people say iron sharpens iron so just yeah. being around those other creative individuals can help bring out who you really are as an artist deep down. And then just singing in front of people. I think that's a great idea, like singing in front of your classmates or singing in front of just a few of your friends or family members. And, uh -huh. and you said that that actually turned into you eventually singing in front of thousands of people. Now, I know a lot of people here in the States were familiar with American Idols, a new season that just started recently. Yeah. Now, you went through the whole entire audition process for Idol in Norway. What was that like? Yeah, I actually did. I almost forgot about that for a second there. But yeah, I was on Norwegian Idol and it was really a journey. Because the audition you see on television, that is not the first audition. First, you have to send them a video, and then it's like, what, three auditions before the television audition, and they're like cut down from like 2,000 people to 500 on the audition day. And it was just really great because it was so many people who just loved to sing there. And when we rehearsed, before going to sing because it was a waiting we were waiting for like eight hours wow and we would just there would be like one guy who had a guitar and he would like just play and everybody would sing and that was so great and then I got to the television audition and it was scary at first because of course it was a lot of cameras and I got interviewed and it was new because I Oh, just been on stage, no cameras, no like professional cameras, not on TV. But, uh, right, this is a whole nother level now. Yeah, but it turned out like it turned out very good, and I got yes from all of the judges, which was such an achievement and such a. Oh, I just got amazing feedback, and it just made me feel like oh, this is something. I, I can do and it was just such an adventure and I feel like that also I didn't personally just sign up for it it was my friend who was with me and she was like ah oh, I just saw the these like flyers for Norwegian Idol and it says that you can sign up now you need to do it and I was like oh I don't know it's television and she was like yeah but you have to And she, like, went on the web website, 
and wrote down my name. She was like, I need your email. Please give me your email. And I did it with her. And it's so important to just do it, even if it's uncomfortable or just you like kind of don't want to do it but if there's something inside of you that's like oh that seems so exciting then do it just throw yourself out there because the worst that can happen is that you get a no and then you just go home rehearse even more and come back well, that's true. I mean, it's it's good to just throw yourself out there and just do it, you know, and it's great that you also had a, a supportive friend who was really pushing you and encouraging you because she obviously saw that talent in you and she knew this was something that she could see you doing and wanted you mm. to take it to the next level. So she was encouraging yeah. you to do that. I mean, that is so great to to have people like that on your side. And just to start performing, I mean, so we're talking about how hard it is to be an artist, in particular, someone who's shy and someone who might have some performance anxiety. And that's something that's pretty popular for a lot of singers or artists. It can affect our overall stage presence. It can affect our vocal performance. And this is something that that can be worked on uh, with a psychologist like myself. who can can help work through performance anxiety. Something that's so good that you said was just to just throw yourself out there and do it. And that's honestly how I started singing and performing. It was actually in a a church young adult Bible study. And they, they asked for volunteers to be a part of the music ministry. You know, and at the time, I just want to shout out to, to Kat. She, was the only person who was singing at the young adult ministry and just asked for volunteers. And I just felt something just stirring up inside of me like, oh, I want to get up there and sing with her, you know. And I I, I just, I was like, oh, I just want to do it, you know. And then I'm thinking I'll be doing a good thing. I'll be helping, you know. She's doing praise and worship by herself. You know, it's like it would be great to, to have a team. And then I still was... I still shied away. I still was like, no, no, not today. No, I'm just going to go home. Not today. (laughs) And then you know what? But I still felt it. I still, once again, went back to Bible study the following week, doing praise and worship. I was like, oh, man. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to walk up and I'm just going to introduce myself. And I'm going to say, hey, I want to sing with you. And then that's how I actually got my start doing praise and worship. And that's how I got more comfortable singing in front of people. It might be sometimes 10 people, 15 people. And then it became easier to perform Mm -hmm. in front of larger audiences and even around my friends. So I think it's a great, great tip to just throw yourself out there and just go ahead and do it. And then it will feel more, more natural the more you do it. Now, we're talking about how hard it is to be an artist. Now, there are some other things, of course, that come along with the territory because not everyone always has the most supportive people around them, encouraging them. There are some either people close to us or sometimes they're they're fans or maybe they're not fans and they're they're judging. Especially as female artists, you know, we get our appearance judged, you know, our body, our Mm -hmm. hair, our makeup and this and that, you know. And of course, I mean, we've got to have the talent, but sometimes these other things kind of get highlighted. 
And yeah, and these people, these haters, you know, they have all these judgments and opinions. Like, how do you deal with that part as an artist, the judgment and the negative sides of of the people's opinions around you? How How do you cope with it? How I cope with it is, of course, it's not easy. Um, but I try to like think, okay, so this is what I love doing. And these people who are judging me, I should not give them the right to make me stop doing what I love. Like that is what they mean. But I want to continue doing what I want to do. And my friends support me and I have a lot of people who support me. And Honestly, I think it would have been, just don't please them. If you stop Mm. them, they'll be so happy. Don't let them have that joy of like hating on you and then you stop and then then they're like happy. Right. It should not be their decision. It's yours. And I think that when everything, uh, everything summed up like in life, you just want to be happy. And then it's so important to surround yourself with people who makes you happy. And I think that, like, in 30 years, I'm not going to talk with the people who hated me 30 years ago. They're not going to have an impact on my life. So why let them? Absolutely. You should just just focus on the people you care about. And they should not just give you good feedback. They should be honest with you. You should be able to trust them. Like, they should be able to say oh, maybe you're going a bit too far with this, or I don't know, just... But you don't need the haters to tell you something because they will just try and tear you down. Don't give them that power to change you and to make you want to give up on the things that you love. That is not fair at all. You are absolutely right. And something that would be said quite often is that if you don't have haters, you're not that gifted. So... So if you have a hater, that means you're obviously doing something like if they are going so hard to try to get you to stop, they see something in you. So they they see that you have talent. They see that you're going somewhere and they might even get afraid of your progress, your ascension, you know, and it. And it might be a reflection on them, making them feel bad. Like, okay, oh, I see that she's doing this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have talent or, you know, and everyone has some kind of gift. You know, everyone has some kind of unique gift or talent. And we don't necessarily need to be desiring what someone else has. But sometimes, sometimes others may not be able to see how great they are and the gifts that they have. And they just want to bring everybody else down to their level like okay I'm not living in my gift so I don't want you to live in yours either you know just stop it and sit down that is very true I agree with you so much so much on that you know and one of the things that really helps me to overcome that is that I'll play there's a song by Jay-Z featuring Kid Cudi is called Already Home and and in the song it's on the blueprint three I want to say and in the song the hook you know Kid Cudi is saying they want me to stop they want me to drop they want me to fall fall from the top you know it's like but I'm already home of course I mean Jay-Z I mean he's on a whole nother level so he's saying hey you want me to stop but I'm already past you like I'm already so far out of your realm like you don't even have to worry about what I'm doing but it was so true like what he was saying it's like they want me to stop like they want me to go they you know it's it's just really a shame 
just just dealing with these haters. Now, it's so interesting to me, Tomin, because I remember when we were talking before, I was asking, like, what are the first steps? Like, what are the first initial steps that a, a new artist or an aspiring artist needs to take before they even start performing? And you said, think about the downside. Yeah, because I take me for an example. I thought like, oh, I want to become a singer. I want to become famous and I want to do this and I want to do that and it will be so great. And the producer I'm working with now, when I started working with him, he like saw talent and he told me that I can go far. He told me like, you should be aware that it's hard. It's really hard because there are people who will judge you that is basically what you will do for a living people will just judge you and that is your your job people will will judge your lyrics your rhythm your beat your your looks everything and you'll just have to live with that and also if you become successful then people will want to be with you just because you're successful and maybe you'll not really know who's really your friends and who's just there because you made it and that is scary and I think that could make a person crazy and paranoid and there's as you said there's really no privacy at all and that's also one thing that's really important to think about that like you a walk around in town is not just a walk around in town anymore suddenly it's a photo shoot so you have to like dress up nicely <laughs> just anywhere so you go be, yeah so it can be really tough after what I've heard and that's I think it's so important to be aware of that so you really know what you're going in for because I feel like once you're there there is no turning back mm. you can't just stop being famous that is up for the people to judge wow that's true that, that's a lot to consider not only the people who are around you that might not be authentically real friends they're just there for the glow up they're just there because you're shining they just want to be around you because of that may not really be your friends and then also mm. the loss of privacy you know mm. just having to look a certain kind of way just stepping outside of your house all of a sudden oh. this paparazzi flashing the cameras and they can't wait to put something crazy in the tabloids if you weren't ready (laughs) if you weren't looking (laughs) ready for your photo then it's like oh look at this picture eating a sandwich she's eating a sandwich (laughs) damn does she not think about the pigs (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like people are more judging now than ever like this trend that was going on and is still there like cancel culture And, like, TikTok, where people talk about how rude a celebrity was at a cafe or how they, I don't know, photoshopped something. Or it's everything is enhanced by everyone. Everything you do will be, everyone will notice. Yeah, that's true. It's like you're under a microscope all of a sudden. You know, everything Mm -hmm. that you're doing is highlighted. You know, but I personally don't believe in cancel culture. Like, no. I really don't think, like, what is canceling 
someone gonna do just to say oh you're canceled no you're not dude the person is still living (laughs) they're still living they still have to go on the next day if they're an artist they're still gonna go and record and make some music it's not like they just got to stop and they're just done now just because some people said you're canceled like no i'm not i'm still here like what do you mean so i I don't know i think cancel culture is just so silly (laughs) but i mean but it also shows how like people just judge and decides like in an instant because of the video or something that ah okay i'm done with this person and that can be so scary it can be it can be and it can affect people's careers as well i mean some people can lose fans they can lose deals but it's something that comes with the territory so it's something that we we have to just cope with and it can be tough dealing with that as an artist, but to know why you're why you're doing what you're doing. I remember I saw this uh, movie that just came out actually, and it was Billie Eilish's movie, and she shows like every single bad thing about like being famous. And I remember there was this incident where she was really having a bad day, and something really bad happened to her. And there, then all of these fans came, and she was just like not feeling it, and were not able to like give them the energy that they wanted. And then it got like written about on the internet, and she was like, "Am I not allowed to have one bad day?" And I think that it's so important to just remember that like everything, almost everything you're doing has to be perfect, and that can be like. It's just so much pressure, and that's very important to remember. That's true. You're achieving your dreams, and just thinking about the why, I think that's important. Like, think about why you're doing what you're doing, and never regret trying. I remember that's something that you said. I think that's a good way to cope with the judgment, like just to just keep on pushing forward, knowing that you're doing something that you've always dreamed of doing. And just having to live without regrets. Yeah, and as I said, like, don't let other people affect your life. Because it is you that should have the control of your own life and what you decide to do. And it's just so important to do what you love. Because that's what life's about. It's about doing the things that you love and being happy. And you should not let anyone take that away from you. And I remember something that you were saying when we were talking before, too, is just to be around people who allow you to be yourself and to be who you are. And don't be around those fake friends, you know, and people who just want to be around you or even us as artists. We might even want to position ourselves to be around certain individuals. And maybe we're not even being our authentic selves anymore. We're trying to fit in somewhere where maybe Mm. we don't necessarily belong so I remember it was so so good that you were saying, like, just be around people who who can just allow you to be your authentic self so that you can be real. Yeah. That can help keep us grounded, too. Yeah, it really can. So what do you say to someone, like, say if someone is performing and mm-hmm. they're shy, they're scared about performing and their voice 
is like shaking that performance anxiety. <laughs> like how how do you get like when you went from singing for, in front of your classmates to now all of a sudden you're singing in front of all these people, there's cameras, there's a big crowd, there's an audience. Like how do you get through a song when you're feeling those nerves? Well, first of all, I think it's so important that you you really have practiced what you're about to perform because like you need to be comfortable with the song that you're performing so that even if you make one mistake that you will have no trouble on getting back on track and I think it's also important to take like a few deep breaths because it can be you'll just feel like your pulse is just going so fast and you can't breathe and then you you will just you will just hear that your first note will be so terrible <laughs> because your 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 system is just acting up so i feel like it's so important to like try to calm and collect yourself and then just go out there stand there and just be like i'm a singer i'll just sing and like just do it and of course you'll be nervous but I feel like when you sing or at least for me I get like after a while I get like in my own kind of universe yeah you're in the zone (laughs) yeah definitely and I feel like then it becomes much more easier when you've just thrown yourself out there and gotten the first lines done with and just in your song i remember you were saying before when you first started singing you were so excited and it was your mom who was like the realest person with you that was saying okay you need to practice more you need to rehearse more and i yeah and i think i mean and that's so important too just to get rid of performance anxiety if someone is uncomfortable or just don't feel that confident being able to to hit certain notes or to to scatter to do a run or something like that it can definitely affect the performance by the time you're actually up on stage so that might not be the time <laughs> to do something new on stage i think it's good to just rehearse it And that way we can have that confidence when we're up on stage. Yeah, and I think it's so important to have people who's real with you. Because, say, your friends, they will always tell you, like, unless it's a really, really, really good friend who you can be really honest with, they will most of the time just tell you, oh, you sound so great, and don't analyze it and think what could have been better. But my mom, she is my biggest supporter and she loves my songs but I remember when I would sing in front of her and before Idol and stuff she would she would tell me like uh you need to rehearse this a little bit more maybe you should pick another song that fits your voice better I remember I told her that I like want to do music and I was like do you think I could make it and she would be like yeah but you have to practice a lot because you you sound great, but people who make it, they sound just amazing, amazing. And it doesn't matter if you have, like, a great voice naturally or not. You just need to practice anyways. That's a key to being a, a good artist, a good performer, and that rehearsal. But then also having the right people around you. So that brings me to my last question. How do you find the right partnerships and how do you know when the chemistry is right for collaborations 
well, we can talk about um, the producer I'm working with, for example. Um, it's so important that as him that he or she focuses on what do you like? Like, because you're the one who's going to show people this and going, you are going to tell them, like, this is my feelings and I'm, I hope that you can, like, feel with me and I'm giving myself to you. And then it's so important that you're really showing you and you get heard and that there's good communication and that the producer can help you because they're so at least the one I'm working with, he's so experienced and he's done this before and he knows some things better than I do and then there, then it's so great just to get tips from them. That is really good to work with someone who can give you tips, someone who's professional, someone who knows what they're talking about and mm -hmm. someone who could be honest with you too. Yeah, and I also think it's important that they have faith in you mm. because... When I sing in front of my producer, I'm so comfortable. And I just know that he wants this for me. And that he also thinks that I can, like, make it. Then I feel like he will also do the best that he can do. And that will make the best song. Wow. Tomine, Miriam, I want to thank you so much. You gave a lot of great tips today <laughs> that I'm inspired and, Thank you. And I hope you are too listening. So tell the listeners, how can they find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram, where my name is Tumin MK. And my song is on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Your Lost by Tumin Mariam. And if you just search up Tumin Mariam on Instagram, I'll pop up. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for inviting me, Ali. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate your time and I hope that we can do this again. Definitely. That does it for another episode of the First Fridays podcast. Shout out to the SoundCloud listeners. And if you're tuning in on thegodcollection.com, I want to give you a big shout out because you are the reason why it's one of the top performing websites for all life coaches and psychologists. So if you want to support the pod, just scroll down to the bottom of the First Fridays podcast page until you see that donations tab and tap on that and show your love for the pod so we can bring it back for another one and another one and another one. And right now we out. <laughs>